here with us beyond the western door. Hey, 
Now in the reality between dawns upon me, I will let go of the hallucinations of instinctive terror and to the recognition of all objects as my mind's own visions and understand this as the pattern of perception in the between. Come to this moment, arrived at this most critical cessation. I will not fear my own visions of deities mild and fierce. Distance between dawns on me, I'll hold up my will with my mind one pointed, yeah, and increase forcefully the impulse of positive evolution. Locking the womb door, I will remember to be repulsed. Now, courage and positive perceptions are essential. I'll give up envy and contemplate all couples. <laughs> and my spiritual mentor, father and mother. With my mind distracted, never thinking death is coming. coming. To slave away on the pointless business of mundane life. And then to come out empty, it is a tragic error. error. Recognition of necessity is holding... It's the holy teaching of the gods. So you all live to his divine truth. It's divine truth from now on. These are the words of the great adepts. If you don't put the mentor's precept in your mind. If you don't put the mentor's precepts in your mind. You'll be the one who deceives yourself. You'll be the one who deceives yourself. Distress of mind. The search was renewed, but again without success. At last, someone thought of the sailor. That's right. So, and obviously we're already start, starting to like hide some of the magic impact, right? Like some of the magic is in, in like, how do you get that market cap to start with? But, you know, like, whatever we're gonna move on from, from that second. So, you know, X tokens are being given out each day. All these like sophisticated firms are like, huh? Like that's interesting. Hi. Now, when the existence between dawns upon me, I will hold my wheel with mind one pointed and increase forcefully the impulse of positive evolution, blocking the womb door. I will remember to be revolted. Now, courage and positive perceptions are essential. I will give up envy and contemplate all couples. My spiritual mentor, father, and mother. I give the total amount of money in the box is $100 million. Then it's going to yield $16 million in a year in X tokens being given out for it. That's a 16% return. That's pretty good. We'll put a little more in, right? And maybe that'll happen until there's like $200 million in the box. So, you know, sophisticated traders and or people on crypto Twitter or some other sort of parties, they go in and put $200 million in the box collectively, and they start getting these X tokens for it. And now all of a sudden, everyone's like, wow, people just decided to put in $2 million in the box. $200 million, that's pretty cool, right? The unhappy merchant sprang into the street at the bare suggestion. His unlocked household followed him. The sailor, simple soul, had not thought of concealment. He was found quietly sitting on a coil of ropes, masticating the last morsel of his onion. Little did he dream of eating breakfast, whose cost might have regaled a whole ship's crew for a 12-month 
as the plundered merchant himself expressed it, might have sumptuously feasted the Prince of Orange and the whole court of the Stadtholder. Anthony caused pearls to be dissolved in wine to drink the health of Cleopatra. Sir Richard Whittington was as foolishly magnificent in an entertainment to King Henry V, and Sir Thomas Gresham drank a diamond dissolved in wine to the health of Queen Elizabeth when she opened the royal exchange. But the breakfast of this rubbish Dutchman was as splendid as either. He had an advantage too over his wasteful predecessors. To their terms did not improve the taste or the wholesomeness of their wine. But his tulip was quite delicious with his red hand. The most unfortunate part of the business for him was that he remained in prison for some months on the charge of felony preferred against him. Charlotte's head off, but thankfully missed. Charlotte ducked and ran over. 
much the blue and black store. It creaked open and thousands and thousands of cockroaches crawled out. Charlotte screamed and ran right into Miss Noble. She had the most gruesome look you could ever imagine. Charlotte had no choice but to run through the cockroaches straight to the door, right into the basement. So let me... Okay, cool. I'll, I'll stay on the cynical route. Think about it cynically. What can happen here? Well, okay, so you've got this box, these boxes, and it's kind of dumb, but like, what's the end game? This box is worth zero, obviously, and like, you know, you can't like keep this smart cap or something, but on the other hand, everyone's kind of like thinks like this box token is worth about a billion dollar market cap. That's what people are pricing it at, and, and sort of that, that sort of has that market cap. Everyone's gonna mark to that, to market. In fact, you, you can even finance this, right? You could put the root verses of the six between. Hey, now when the life between dawns upon me, I will abandon laziness, as life has no more time. On wavering, enter the path of learning, thinking, and meditating, and taking perceptions and mind as path. I will realize the three bodies of enlightenment. This once that I have obtained the human body is not the time to stay on the path of distractions. Charlotte looked around, but all she saw was pitch black nothingness. She felt a cold, icy chain. Without thinking, she pulled on. The basement was dimly lit in an old, rusty lamp. She looked over to the gate, and guess what? She saw her essay on cockroaches at the bottom of the stairwell. Right as she was going to get, she heard an icy voice behind her. Guess who, my pretty? said the voice. Charlotte turned around and looked right into the cold, dark eyes of Mrs. Noble. You put X token in a bottle in a lending protocol and, and borrowed dollars with it. Hey, now when the meditation between dawns upon me, I will abandon the host of distracting errors. If you think it's worth like less than two-thirds of that, you could even just like put some in there and take the dollars out. Focus an extreme free experience without releasing or controlling. Never, you know, never get the dollars back. You just get liquidated eventually. And achieve stability in the creation and perfection stages. And, and it's a sort of like real monet monetizable stuff in some senses. And you know, at some point... Giving up business, now one pointed in meditation. If the world never decides that, that we're wrong about this in like a coordinated way, right? Like I won't surrender to the power of erroneous addiction. You're kind of the, the guy calling and saying, no, this, this thing's actually worthless. But in what sense are you right? Charlotte screamed and ran right to the bottom of the dimly lit stairwell. Grabbed her essay and hid behind an orange rusty boiler. Oh, don't be scared, my pretty. Nothing to be afraid of, Miss Noble said in a low, creepy voice. Yeah, said Charlotte, sarcastically. Nothing to be afraid of. The demand for tulips of a rare species increased so much in the year 1636 that regular marks for their sale were established on the stock exchange of Amsterdam, in Rotterdam, Harlem, Leiden, Alkmaar, Charlotte and walked to the end of the orange boiler and heard the sound and looked. It was the school custodian, Hoban. He was cutting wood with his serrated chainsaw. Charlotte thought if she lured Miss Noble to the chainsaw, she could cut Miss Noble in half. Symptoms of gambling now became, for the first time, apparent. The stock jobbers, ever on the alert for a new speculation, dealt largely with tulips. 
making use of all the means they so well knew how to employ to cause fluctuations in prices. Oh, Miss Noble, over here. Charlotte said she hit the chainsaw behind her. Oh, there you are, Miss Noble said she came running towards Charlotte. At first, as in all these gambling mania, confidence was at its height and everybody gained. The tulip jobbers speculated on the rise and fall of the tulip stocks and made large profits by buying when prices fell and selling out when they rose. Ching! Charlotte had cut the evil teacher in half. Charlie grabbed her essay and ran right out of the basement back to the classroom. No time to celebrate. Many individuals grew suddenly rich. A golden bait hung temptingly out before them. of Europe would be concentrated on the shores of the Zoyda and poverty vanished from the favorite climb of Holland. And when she looked up, she saw the most perfect classroom you would ever see, and standing in front of her was Miss Honey, the most nicest, kindest teacher you ever saw. Nobles, citizens, farmers, mechanics, seamen, footmen, maidservants, even chimney sweeps and old clotheswomen dabbled in tulips. People of all grades converted their property into cash and invested it in flowers. Why, hello, Charlotte. You're just in time for the third period, said Miss Honey sweetly. Maybe a little too sweetly for Charlotte. Never, you know, give the dollars back. You just liquidate it. You just get liquidated eventually. And it's this sort of like real monetizable stuff in some senses. And you know, at some point, if the world never decides that we're wrong about this in like a coordinated way, right? Like you're kind of the guy calling and saying, no, this is kind of actually worthless. But in what sense are you right? At last, however, the more prudent began to see that this folly could not last forever. Rich people no longer bought the flowers to keep them in their gardens, but to sell them again at cent percent profit. It was seen that somebody must lose fearfully in the end. As this conviction spread, prices fell and never rose again. Confidence was destroyed and a universal panic seized upon the dealers. A had agreed to purchase 10 Semper Augustans from B at 4,000 florins each at six weeks after the signing of the contract. B was ready with the flowers at the appointed time, but the price had fallen to three or four hundred florins, and A refused either to pay the difference or receive the tulips. Defaulters were announced day after day in all the towns of Holland. Hundreds, who a few months previously had begun to doubt that there was such a thing as poverty in the land, suddenly found themselves the possessors of a few bulbs which nobody would buy, even though they offered them at one quarter the sums they had paid for them. The cry of distress resounded everywhere, and each man accused his neighbor. The few who had contrived to enrich themselves hid their wealth from the knowledge of their fellow citizens and invested it in the English or other funds. Many who, for a brief season, had emerged from the humbler walks of life were cast back into their original obscurity. Substantial merchants were reduced almost to beggary, and men 
representative of a noble line saw the fortunes of his house ruined beyond redemption.